Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the You've Got It podcast by Ashil Fankem. Why this podcast and why you've got it? The reason for this podcast is because I decided to do things that make me step out of my comfort zone, do things that I never thought I could do before. And hopefully by doing this, I can inspire all the people to do the things that they want to do, but maybe uh, hesitant about doing it or just have doubts. I say to you, just do it. You've got it. You never know what might come out of it. Um, recently, someone told me, if you never take risks and you just do things that you know how to do, you are squeezing God out of the equation. And that spoke to me. So I decided, I decided to uh, start doing uh, things um, out of my comfort zone. So yes, the podcast is going to be about inspiration and hope. And there's also going to be some light humor, of course. We don't have to take life so seriously all the time. Um, so yeah, anything that I come across that I, I think is inspiring or motivating, I would be happy to share on the podcast. Like recently, I was listening to a gentleman by the name of uh, John Adosher. I hope I'm pronouncing that um, correctly. And by the way, as we go through the podcast, you will notice not only I have an accent, but at times I have difficulty pronouncing certain words. Um, so bear with me. Uh, don't even try to guess where the accent is from. I, I, you know, you can try and guess, but... Some people may be able to pick up on certain things, like uh, I speak French, for example, that's my first language, uh, but I, I don't have the typical French accent. And, uh, you know, I think this would just make uh, the podcast even more interesting. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm going to drink some water. that for an intro for a first episode <laughs> it's not going to be perfect call it perfect imperfection or perfect imperfectionism I actually thought about that as the name for the podcast but I decided to go with uh, you've got it and there it is this is the you've got it podcast by Ashil Fankem again the podcast comes from me wanting to do things out of my comfort zone putting myself out there and hopefully inspire other people to do the same in the process. Not necessarily doing a podcast, but anything that they may want to do. To go back to what I was saying about John Altucher, and John, by any chance, if by any chance you are listening to this podcast and I'm just butchering your name, I apologize. I sincerely apologize. I guess you are the first person that I mentioned on... Uh, on my podcast and that's because you truly inspired me to go back to what John was saying to, back to, to what John said he said um, something he does every day and that I decided to adopt too every day he writes down 10 ideas and that has helped him develop his mind in an idea making machine essentially you know if you do it after a while your mind will just start coming up with ideas effortlessly. 
you you will probably like connect neurons in your mind to like come up with ideas and it's going to become easier and easier and what, what's going to happen is right you you likely come up with solutions to problems like easy you become a great problem solver so that inspired me and i decided to do that and so far it's been it's been good i i, I love doing it and um I thought I would share on this podcast because maybe it inspires somebody to do the same too. I mean, I, I, I just think it's a great idea uh, in itself. I don't know why I never thought about it. I feel like all the great ideas, I always thought that to myself. I can't believe I never thought about it. But there it is. I'm glad I came across it. And so thank you, John, to share. Um, and I, I also want to say that I'm going to share some of the ideas, you know, when I write down the ideas, some some of the ideas sometimes, you know, like just like I shared this one of that is of coming from John. I'm going to share some of the ideas I come up with on the podcast, you know, hopefully maybe it inspires somebody or somebody does something with it. Because clearly if you come up with 10 ideas every day, it's unlikely that you're going to um, do um, anything with those 10 ideas, meaning you're probably not going to be able to do that yourself because it's going to be a lot of ideas so i'll share some of these ideas sometimes on podcasts and um, of course i'm going of course i'm going to have a uh, guest at times people that i think are, are doing things um, that are inspiring and um, i want them to comment their stories drop some nuggets um, here and there but essentially this podcast is going to be uh, about fun and i don't even want to edit this intro at first, I had a short, scripted intro, more organized, but I think um, I think this is more me. My mind just goes to different places sometimes, and uh, I somehow manage to find order. Uh, it's amazing, even to myself sometimes, but that's what uh, this podcast is going to be about. I'm going to have some amazing guests from time to time. And uh, always, always, I'm going to have you in mind. I'm going to do me, of course, but I'm going to have you in mind. I hope this podcast inspires you. I hope it speaks to your inner self. I hope it empowers you. I hope every time you listen to it, you get something out of it and uh, you enjoy it, of course. I know. Everybody's time is precious. And so I want, I always want to make it valuable. And so when you come here, come with an open mind. Whatever it is, you never know what you might get out of it. But I hope it's always something good. And most of all, I really, really appreciate you listening to my podcast. I'm excited to be doing this. And I truly, truly hope you have fun while listening to it. By the way, I didn't prepare. Um, anything for this first podcast, right? Um, I just have an idea of what I wanted to talk about and that's decision or decision making. Um, I think it's it's the right topic for a first episode. And, um, you know, I had to make a decision to start doing this podcast. I have to make a decision to publish it. With anything we want to do, it starts with a decision. We just don't realize how important that exercise is. Um, With anything we want to do or not do, whether it's it's going after a goal or any endeavor, it starts with a decision. 
um, and not making a decision can leave um, can leave us in a state of confusion and stress. But to dive a little deeper onto the subject, I want to read an article, an amazing article by on the subject by uh, Bob Proctor. So there it is. There is a single mental move you can make which in a millisecond will solve enormous problems for you. It has the potential to improve almost any personal or business situation you will ever encounter. And it could literally propel you down to the path to incredible success. We have a name for this magic mental activity. It is called decision. Decisions or the lack of, the lack of them are responsible for the breaking or making of many a career. Individuals who have become very professional decision-making without being influenced by the opinions of, of others are the same people whose annual incomes fall into the six and seven figure category. However, it's not just your income that is, that, that is affected by decisions. Your whole life is dominated by, the, by this power, the health of your mind and body, the well-being of your family, your social life, the type of relationship you develop. All are dependent upon your ability to make sound decisions. You would think anything as important as decision-making, when it has such far-reaching power will be taught in every school, but it is not. To compound the problem, not only is decision-making missing from the curriculum of our educational institutions, up until recently, it's also been absent from most of the corporate training and human resource programs available. So how is a person expected to develop this mental ability? Quite simply, you must do it on your own. However, I think it's important to understand that it's not difficult to learn how to make wise decisions. Armed with the proper information and by subjecting yourself to certain disciplines, you can become a very effective decision maker. You can virtually eliminate conflict and confusion in your life by becoming proficient at, this, at making decisions. Decision-making brings order to your mind. And of course, this order is then reflected in your objective world, your results. James Allen may have been thinking of decisions when he wrote, we think in secret, and it comes to pass. Environment is but a looking glass. No one can see you making decisions, but they will almost always see the results of your decisions. The person who fails to develop their ability to make decisions is doomed because a decision sets up internal conflicts which can, without warning, escalate into all-out mental and emotional wars. Psychiatrists have a name to describe these internal wars. It is ambivalence. My Oxford Dictionary tells me that ambivalence is the coexistence in one person of opposite feelings towards, toward the same objective. You do, not, you do not require a doctorate degree in psychiatry to understand that you are going to have difficulties in your life by permitting your mind to remain in an ambivalent state for any period of time. The person who does permit it to exist will become very despondent and virtually incapable of any type of productive activity. It is obvious that anyone who finds themselves in such mental state is not living. At best, they are merely existing. A decision is a series of a decision or a series of decisions will change everything. 
A very basic law of the universe is create or disintegrate. And decision causes disintegration. How often do you hear, how often have you heard a person say, I don't know what to do? How often have you heard yourself say, What should I do? Think about some of the indecisive feelings you and virtually everyone on this planet experience from time to, from time, to time. Love them, leave them, quit, stay, don't do it, do it, go bankrupt, no, don't, go to work, watch TV, buy it, don't buy it, say it, don't say it, tell them, don't tell them. Everyone on occasion has experienced these feelings of ambivalence. If it happens to you frequently, decide right now to stop it. The cause of ambivalence is indecision. But we must keep in mind the truth is not always in the appearance of things. This is where it becomes interesting. And decision is a cause of ambivalence. However, it is a secondary cause. It is not the primary cause. I have been studying the behavior of people who have become very proficient at decision making for over a quarter century. By the way, this is not me talking, I will have to have started really young. It's Bob Proctor. <laughs> but anyway, to continue. They all have one thing in common. They have a very strong self-image, a high degree of self-esteem. They may be as different as night is today in numerous other respects, but they certainly possess confidence. Low self-esteem, or a lack of confidence is the real culprit here. Decision makers are not afraid of making error, of making an error. If and when they make an error in the decision or fail at something, they have the ability, the ability to shrug it off. They learn from the experience, but they will never submit to the failure. Every decision maker was either fortunate enough to have been raised in an environment where decision making was a part of their upbringing or they develop the ability themselves at a later date. They are aware of something that everyone who hopes to live a full life must understand. Decision-making is something you cannot avoid. That is the cardinal principle of decision-making. Decide right where you are with whatever you've got. And you've got it. <laughs> Sorry, like the, the last part, you've got it, of course it's not part of the article but it just made so much sense for me to say it right you've got it anyway to continue this is precisely why most people have most people never master this important aspect of life they permit their resources to dictate if and when a decision will or can be made when John Kennedy asked Werner von Braun what it would take to build a rocket that would carry a man to the moon and return him safely to earth his answer was simple and direct the will to do it President Kennedy never asked if it was possible. He never asked if they could afford it or any of a thousand other questions, all of which would have at the time been valid questions. President Kennedy made a decision. He said, he will put a man, we will, we will put a man on the moon and return him safely to earth before the end of the decade. The fact that it had never been done before in all the hundreds of thousands of years of human history was not even a consideration. He decided where he was with what he had. The, object, the objective was accomplished in his mind the second he made the decision. 
it was only a matter of time, which is govern governed by natural law before the goal was manifested in form to, for the whole world to see. I was in an office with three people. We were discussing the purchase of shares in a company. I was selling, they were buying. After a reasonable amount of time, one of the partners asked me when I wanted a decision. I replied, right now. I said, you already know what you want to do. There was some discussion about money. I pointed out that money had nothing to do with it. Once you make the decision, you will find the money every time. If that, if that is the only benefit you receive from this particular message on decision-making, burn it into your mind. It will change your life. I explained to two of these people that I never let money enter my mind when I'm making a decision. When I'm deciding whether I will or will not do something. Whether I can afford it or not is never a consideration. Whether I want, whether I want to or not, is the only consideration. You can afford anything with an infinite supply of money. All of the money in the world is available to you when the decision is firmly made. If you need money, you will attract it. I am well aware that there are, no, there are, a number of, there are any number of people who will say that is absurd. You can just decide to do something if you do not have the necessary resources. And that's fine if that's the way they choose to think. I see that as a very limiting way of thinking. In truth, it's probably not thinking at all. It is very likely an opinion being expressed that was inherited from, in, inherited, inherited from another older member of the family who did not think either. Thinking is very important. Decision makers are great thinkers. Do you ever give much consideration to your thoughts? How they affect the various, the various, the various aspects of your life? Although this should be one of our most serious considerations, for many people it is, it is not. There is a very small select few who make any attempt to control or govern their thoughts. Anyone who has made a study of the great thinkers, the great decision makers, the achievers of history, will know they very rarely agreed on anything when it came to the study of human life. However, there was one point on which they were in complete and unanimous agreement, and that was, we become what we think about. We become what we think about. What do you think about? You and I must realize that our thoughts ultimately control our decision, control every decision we make. You are the sum total, total of your thoughts. By taking charge this very minute, you can guarantee yourself a good day. Refuse to let unhappy, negative people or circumstances affect you. The greatest stumbling block you will ever encounter when making important decisions in your life is circumstance. We let circumstance get us off the hook when we should be giving it everything we've got. More dreams are shattered and goals lost because of circumstance than any other single factor. How often have you caught yourself saying, I would like to do or have this, but I can't because dot, dot, dot. Whatever follows because is the circumstance. Circumstances may cause a detour, a detour in your life, but you should never permit them to stop you from making important decisions. Napoleon said, circumstances are make them. The next time you hear someone say, 
they would like a, they would like to vacation in Paris or purchase a particular automobile, automobile, but they can't because they have no money. Explain, explain they don't need the money until they, they make the decision to go to Paris or purchase the car. When the decision is made, they will figure out a way to get the amount of money needed. They always do. So I'm going to take a little pause and take and use an example, right? Like I live in Los Angeles, right? And there's a there's a lot of homeless people, and this is a sad example, right? But when you think about it, the homeless people, I'm not sure all of them is because of drugs, but the homeless the homeless people that are drug addicted, right? They find ways to get the drugs. That was a little bit of a somber example, but just, you know, I just thought about it. Now to go back to the reading. Many misguided individuals try something once or twice. If they do not hit the bullseye, they feel they are a failure. Failing does not make anyone a failure. But quitting most certainly does, and quitting is a decision. By following that form of reasoning, you will have to say, when you make a decision to quit, you make a decision to fail. Every day in America, you hear about a baseball player signing a contract. We should pay him a few million dollars a year. You should try to keep that in mind. You should try to keep in mind that same player misses the ball more often than he hits it when, it steps, when he steps up to the plate. Everyone remembers Babe Ruth for the 714 home runs he hit, and they rarely mention that he struck out 1,330 times. So I want to say this, and this is going to be for the, for some foreigners, like uh, you know my African people or anybody who doesn't know about baseball. I, I don't know much about baseball. I know a little bit. So when somebody strikes out, I believe they have to swing and miss the ball three times. So the number 1,330 times can be even multiplied by 3 to understand the number of times he missed. So that would be 3,990 times at least that he missed. But I also want to add this, again for my people who don't know the rules of baseball. Even when you hit a home run, you may have swung and missed a couple of times, right? And hit on the last swing or hit on the second swing. So the 3,900 3, number, the 3,900 3, number, almost 4,000, is also a conservative number. So Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth probably missed more than that, but people don't talk about it. They just remember the, the hits. Okay, continuing. Charles F. Kettering said, and I quote, when you are inventing, if you flunk 999 times and you succeed once, you're in. That is true of just about any activity you can name, but the world will soon forget your failure in light of your achievements. Don't worry about failing. It will toughen you up and get you ready for your big win. Winning is a decision. Many years ago, Ellen Keller was asked if she thought there was anything worse than being blind. She quickly replied that there was something much worse. She said, the most pathetic person in the world is a person who has a sight but no vision. I agree with Ellen Keller. At 91, JC Penney was asked how his eyesight was. He replied, 
His sight was failing, but his vision had never been better. That is really great, isn't it? When a person has no vision or a better way of life, they, automatic, they automatically shut themselves in a prison. They limit themselves to a life without purpose. This frequently happens when a person has seriously tried on a number of occasions to win, only to, go meet, to, be, only to meet with failure time and time. Repeated failures can damage a person's self-image and cause them to lose sight of their potential. They therefore make a decision to give up and resign themselves to their fate. Take the first step in predicting your own prosperous future. Build a mental picture of exactly how you would like to live. Make a firm decision to hold on to that vision and positive ways to improve everything will begin to flow into your mind. Many people get a beautiful vision of how they would like to live, but because they cannot see how they are going to make it all happen, they let the vision go. If they knew how they were going to get, they, they were going to get it or do it, they will have a plan, not a vision. There is no inspiration in a plan, but the share is in a vision. When you get the vision, freeze frame it. With a, with, a decision, with a decision and don't worry about how you will do it or where the resources will come from. Charge your decision with enthusiasm. That is important. Refuse to worry about how it will happen. Advanced decision making. We make advanced bookings when we fly somewhere. That is quite common. We make advanced reservation to eliminate any confusion or problems when the time arrives for the journey. We do the same with returning a car for the same reason. Think of the problems you will eliminate by making many of the decisions you must make well in advance. I'll give you an example. As I'm preparing for this message, it is Ramadan, a time where all practicing Muslims fast. I was in an office yesterday in Kuala Lumpur and was asked if I would like a cup of tea or coffee. I replied that I would appreciate a cup of tea. The lady next to me was then asked if she would like a cup of a cup and she replied no I'm fasting when she was asked she did not have to decide whether she wanted anything or not whether she was thirsty or not was not a consideration a decision had previously been made and an advanced her advanced decision was well tempered with, with discipline excuse me I need to drink water again Okay. Her, the decision was made. The decision was made in advance. I made a decision a long time ago that I would not participate in any discussions of why something cannot be done. The only compensation you will ever receive for participating, participating or giving energy to that type of discussion is something you do not want. I always find it amazing at the number of seemingly intelligent people who persist in dragging you into these negative brainstorming sessions. In one breath, these people tell you they seriously want to accomplish a particular objective, and in the next breath, they begin talking about why they can't. Think of how much more of life they would enjoy by making a decision that, that they will no longer participate in that type of negative energy. The humanistic psychologist Dr. Abraham Maslow, who devoted his life to studying self-actualized people, 
stated very clearly that we should follow our inner guide and not be swayed by the opinion of others or outside circumstances. Maslow's research showed that the decision makers in life had a number of things in common. Most importantly, they did not, most importantly, they did work they felt was worthwhile and important. They found work a pleasure and there was little distinction between work and play. Dr. Maslow said, to be self-actualized, you must not only be doing work you consider to be important, you must do it well and enjoy it. Dr. Maslow recorded that these superior performers had values, had values, those qualities in their personalities they considered to be worthwhile and important. Their values were not imposed by society, parents, or other people in their lives. They didn't make their own decisions, like their work. They chose and developed their values themselves. Your life is important, and at its, at its best, life is short. You have the potential to do anything you choose and to do it well, but you must, you must make decisions. And when the time for a decision arrives, you must make your decision where you are with what you've got. And you've got it. You've got it. Again, I added the you've got it part, but it just makes sense, right? You've got it. <laughs> Let me leave you with the words of two great decision makers, William James and Thomas Edison. William James suggested that compared to what we ought to be, we are making use of only a small part of our physical and mental resources. Stating this concept broadly, the human individual thus lives far within. Far within his limits. He possesses powers of various sorts, which he habitually fails to use. Years later, Thomas Edison said in a quote, if we all did the things we are capable of doing, we would literally astound ourselves. By making a simple decision, the greatest minds of the past are available to you. You can literally learn how to turn your wildest dreams into reality. Put this valuable information to use and recognize the greatness which exists within you. You have, a limit, you have limitless resources of potential and ability waiting to be de developed. Start today. There's never any time better than the present. Be all that you are capable of being. The end. So that's, um, that's a great article, I think, about decision making with a lot of good gems. Um, you know, with everything in life, again, we, that we, we do, we, we, we make decisions, whether we realize it or not. Uh, it starts with a decision, and whenever we don't make a decision, that's when we are in a state of confusion and uh, stress, often. What it leaves us in a state of confusion and stress. There's obviously other reasons for stress, but that is a big one. So, you can decide starting today, decide starting today to take your life in charge, right? Um, and making a decision with intention is very, very important. I'll give you a, I'll give you a quick example before I, 
before we end the show, the episode, I mean. Um, the last, you know, last Sunday, um, I started doing a, a fast. Um, the first two days, I was just, I was only having fruits. And um, starting Tuesday, I was, I could only have water and a few drops of lemon. And so I did that for four days until Friday. And on Saturday, I broke, I broke the fast with uh, uh, broth and, 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 and bread and uh, whole wheat bread, essentially. Something easy to digest. But the reason I decided to do the fast was, uh, well, I did the fast for three main, three main reasons. The first one, the physical reason, was to uh, to give my um, my physical system a break, including um, my stomach, my digestive organs, and my uh, eliminative uh, system, uh, and my bloodstream. Essentially, it, like cleans. Right. The second reason was more mental, and that was to prove myself I'm the master of my stomach. And the last one is um, more of a spiritual reason uh, to condition my mind uh, to easy access to my subconscious mind. And, you know, to do this, I had to start with a decision. The moment I made the decision, I was already successful in the fast. I made the decision with intent, with intent, with clear intention. And as I was doing the fast, obviously, especially during the, the, the four days of just what drink of just drinking water, at times I was hungry, and it's normal because you know my body is used to me eating every day, and when I don't eat, it tells me, hey, what are you doing? We need food. But quickly, the feeling, the hunger went away because I knew I wasn't gonna eat, so it wasn't even I didn't even have to think about it, right? Just like in the article Bob mentions, like making advanced decisions, right? And if you have a, an intention, a clear intention, a vision, you can make advanced decisions. Um, I never thought I could have done a four-day diet. And I did it, and I, I have to say it was fairly easy. And, you know, I could have done longer, but I didn't want it to be like a competition. And I did the time that I set, set out to do, and I was happy with being able to do it. But it took a decision. And with anything, I think you will be successful when you start with making a decision. Make a decision to change your life today. You've got it. You've got it. And um, we've come to the end of the, the first episode and I'm, 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 I really appreciate you listening again and uh, I look forward to more of this to doing more of these and I hope you got some good um, some good info from it uh, with that have a wonderful day wonderful evening wonderful night and uh, I wish you the best in everything and uh, you've got it thank you <laughs>